Welcome to Thick Boy Fight Club. I'm your Balkan boy. Tyson the Beast. And uh, our guest today, um, multiple national champion wrestler, top eight in the world, uh, executive of Beat the Streets, our wrestling coach, Neil Ears. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. <clears throat> um, as usual, before we get into it, um, shout out to our, t our sponsors, Top Mud Studio, um, Spores Bars, uh, Kangen Water, of course. Kimura. Yeah, Kimura Wear for... Just for Kicks. Just for Kicks. Uh, Bearded Major Bites. Pack. Major Pack. Oh, shout out, Kansas yeah. City. That's right. And uh, the Thick Boy restaurant shout outs. Um, for me, I'm going to go home to Brampton, uh, Radica's. Um, they got the best doubles, I think, anywhere, really. So... Um, if you want to, uh, after after I won the cuff title, I, I was obsessed with doubles and from Trinidad, and I was managed to find just as good doubles right in Brampton. So I think they just opened a next location, a bigger location, uh, still right around the block on Queen and Rutherford, Radicas. Uh, for me, it's Trini Gardens. So ironically, oh, another training spot right there on Lakeshore, Etobicoke, the best food in the city. Um, actually, found out recently. I've been going there for like years. Found out I actually know the family through somebody else I'm close with. Um, somebody we trained with, Justin from Cabo East. Nice. Totally just found that out. Uh, good little spot. They got one place on Lakeshore, another place on uh, Queensway, both in Etobicoke. Uh, local family thing. Awesome training food. Cool. Uh, and I'm going to go back to Brampton and shout out uh, Superlicious. I know they've got a Toronto location. I'm not sure where, but... Rexdale. It's in Rexdale. Yeah. But big up to Superlicious. I, uh, I'm Jamaican and I, I love my soups and they deliver every time. Yeah, they got good porridges there too, and they got all kinds of soup, chicken foot, and uh, and the cow foot's the best. Though. The cow foot's the yeah. best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, today we're talking wrestling. We're talking wrestling about an MMA, and um, let's get to go know Neil a, a little bit. Neil, um, why don't you just give us your background, how you got started in wrestling, and and, and your journey a bit through through martial arts yourself. Yeah. Um, got started. Uh, had no idea what wrestling was um, until high school. Uh, grade nine, um, my wrestling coach, who was brilliant, um, leaked the secret to me that my high school basketball coach was going to bench me and make me play six man. And uh, my ego couldn't handle it. So that's how he, uh, he wanted me over to try wrestling instead of that. Um, and then, yeah, the rest is history. I, I got good at it pretty quickly. And uh, I went through, um, I started at Chaminade High School, just uh, by Jane and Weston area. And uh, got uh, good enough to start wrestling club with a little club called Metro Toronto Wrestling back in the day. Shout outs to all my coaches and everybody that was a part of that process. And um, got pretty good within a year. I was top four at the uh, juvenile championships, my first national championship. And then I uh, just started winning. I, I won OFSA the following year. Um, went off to on a scholarship, won a nationals as well. Went off on a scholarship to Simon Fraser. So a lot of people out in this side of the world don't, or this side of the country don't really know much about me. But um, yeah, I wrestle out in West in Vancouver, uh, four-time All-American. I, uh, my heart of hearts tells me I could have been a four-time champ, but I was plagued with injuries. <laughs> As you should believe. <laughs> As any good wrestler would believe. <laughs> right. No, but but honest uh, truth, I, I redshirted the first year, but then my my actual uh, freshman year, I was third at the NAIs. Um, because I didn't know I was actually decent at, at folk style. Ah, <laughs> Straight up, I, I, I but, but for folks who don't know, yes, um, American is it, wrestling. Is it only uh, is it only Fraser that gets to go to the states? 
Is it only what, sir? Like, is it was it only um, which school? Simon Fraser, yeah. yeah, that was only one Canadian school that yeah, wrestled. Yeah, right. So that's a lot of people don't know that. Thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, it was that's cool. A huge tool. Yeah, now they're like they're, the Raptors. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They were, we, yeah, we were, and now they're Div Two. So oh, the Division Two down there. Two now, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, so it's they can't really go Div One because I don't think you know they have the funds to do that. Like yeah. Div One is just a whole other animal, and all your sports have to be Div One. So. We'd have to recruit all of Canada football yeah, <laughs> to be able to compete, yeah. and they'll still, probably still get yeah. slapped. Right? Yeah, D two yeah. is tough too, though. D two is tough across yeah. the board. Yeah, so um, so I went there, and then then my my uh, sophomore year, I was number one seed, and I uh, I popped my knee um, before the the nationals, so I ended up pulling out at uh, in the set after the semis. So I ended up sixth. What kind of knee injury was it? Uh, I think that one was a medial ligament. Um, I think it was like maybe a third degree. That's the only thing I think that would have stopped me. I don't remember exactly, but I probably wrestled through one and two, or maybe try to, and then that's probably what happened. Maybe it was a yeah, second. That's why it was all wrestlers and knees yeah. and knee problems. And then, yeah, but then my my junior year I came back and and smashed and won, and then my senior year I was again number one seed and I made it to the finals. But I uh, I was in a car accident a month before the NEI. <sighs> Yeah, right. So That's and and so by the time I got to the finals, I was so out of shape. Or the guy scored on a fireman's and held me, so he got five right off the bat. Uh, and I spent the rest of the match trying to catch him. You know, take him down, and then let him up. Let him up. So by the time it was done, I think I took him down four times before I ran out of gas. And I uh, that's off. the worst. Yeah. When you have to do yeah. that. Too. So I honestly feel I could have been a, a, a four time. I mean, luck and all, but it is what it is. That's why we compete. Yeah. I was good enough to be. I think I was good enough to be one. But then after that. Um, that year I graduated, 2002, I came out and, and wrestled um, the senior nationals, and I won the senior nationals there. And then I had a, I had a really badass year. I, I went to, so I was probably the youngest guy on the national team by about five years. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and I still went out and placed top eight. And the funny thing is they changed the rules the night before my, my, um, my quarterfinals. So the rule before was if you made it to the quarterfinals tournament, whoever scored the most points, if you lose in the quarterfinals, you would be, uh, if you scored the most points in the tournament, you'd be fifth. And then second most points that scored in the quarterfinals of the people that lost, six, six seven, oh. eight. So I scored 21 points. The next closest guy to me in that, no, I think it was 29. The next closest guy to me in the tournament was 21. So if I had lost I the fun. match, yeah. I should have been fifth. But, but they did they have wrestle-offs where you had to wrestle no, back? They didn't, they didn't, no, no, no. So, so the way, so the system, the way it's set up now is different, right? Where you can have two third places and two fifth places. Oh yeah. One true bronze and one true. You know, okay. So you'd wrestle right through till you got to the quarters, and then whoever lost in the quarters would be eliminated. But then they would put you fifth, sixth, seventh, yeah. and then the top four would go on and do the semis and then the finals. Right. So they're yeah. always tweaking the rules with wrestling. Totally. So even when I was Too wrestling, much, I noticed right? like. Yeah. By the time I was done, near the end of wrestling, it was like different. Hey, all you top mutts. Looking to start your own podcast but don't know where to begin? Well, here at Top Mutt Studio, we provide an array of services to help you with all of your podcasting needs. Go to the link below and give us a shout. Peace. Of like scoring system and everything. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, and I feel like at that time when you were wrestling, they had a really shitty system, and I think it's freestyle much is always sport. changing the rules. Like it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's just now since uh, I'd say after 2012, they realized I think that they messed up, and then things when we almost lost wrestling at the Olympics, it 
ridiculous. That's that's when yeah. they realized they had to change it back. So why why do you think that? Because obviously I, I wrestle in the states and we've had this. We joke about it about the folk style. Yeah. Folk style's been the same for a long time. There's been few changes yeah. over. A, but where's long, folk style wrestled outside? Only of in the states. Yeah. Only yeah. in the states. But in freestyles you. always seems to be changing the rules. Why do you think yeah. that is? Always um, tweaking. Yeah. Well, well, freestyle um, is in the Olympics, right? And the Olympics about the dollar really is what it comes down to. Um, and then folk style, it's just it's a cult. It's yeah, a, we are. It's a following. Like it's full blown. Uh, so I'll give you a quick story. I'm at the 2015 or no, 2016 um, Div Ones Nationals in New York at Madison Square Garden. 16. So I'm trying to think who that was. What Dope. Class uh, that, that was, was when that was that was when Schneider won. Um, what's his name? Uh, Schneider was heavyweight. Then Jaden Cox. Then uh, oh. Um, then and that's when Ohio. Uh, what's his name from Ohio? Miles Martin. Miles Martin beat Nickel. Yeah, Nickel. Yeah. Beat so, my guy. Yeah. 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 So it was it was it was an amazing year. Um, anyway, so the coolest thing I'd ever seen. We're sitting down, and the Madison Square Garden is packed. Right? Yeah, not a free seat, right? And then they said, uh, "If you've been a part of this sport, this beautiful sport for for more than ten years, stand up." Right, pretty much everybody stands up. Yeah. Hey, if you've been a part of this beautiful sport for more than twenty years, uh, stay standing. And then people said they got all the way down to like seventy years, and these old dudes are just standing there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn, you'll always be a Think fan. Think about that. Yeah, always. you'll always be, yeah. especially wrestle folks out. It's like you, like you said, it's a cult. You'll always be a fan. It's, but that's that's fact. the history, man. Yeah, and a lot of people talk about you know they're not uh, fans of folk style because you know it's the style is slow. If you understand the sport, it's the like it's it's the best. It translates yeah, the best. I always to find that confusing when people say they don't like. I feel like it's just because they didn't wrestle it. I don't. They don't. I love watching it. freestyle yeah. too, but I don't see how they enjoy it more. Like the shock, some of the rules, the way yeah. things like. It just seems more ways wrestlers can lose in odd yeah. situations. It's just very weird. You know what I mean? It's tough. It's a tough sell. I still love it. It's less limited. Folk style is a tough sell because you really have to be tough to be good at it. It's a tough sell. So freestyle, you can score some easy points. You can get away. Yeah, you can like the you push can, out. Yeah, the... you, can, you can throw someone and not. But when you're in folk style, you have to it keeps you time. honest. It keeps, and and the, kind of, the kind of people that, that folk style builds... Are honest people like that's why they're kind of my my pure belief and true belief is that if you've been a part of folk style for a long time and you've you you've mastered the sport your character is is almost it's almost given that you have good character that's a good point because you have to work the whole time yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's given because the yeah you, you literally have to work the whole time you can't sneak an easy point and if you lose it's gonna suck no matter how. And you lose. You actually lose. Not you like, lose. Nobody I can push you out the end and so yeah. I got criteria. I'm like, I hate criteria. I hate that. Very, I hate seeing guys lose Very that way. seldom is someone going to... Very seldom is someone going to say that I lost a folk style match because someone ripped me off. It's hard. It's hard. It's extremely... It can happen. <laughs> yeah. We've, you know, we talked about the term yeah. this year with yeah. uh, Everything you're saying is why it's the most effective wrestling for everybody. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I love freestyle, yeah. but yeah. They, don't, they don't seem to translate as well no. People bring up Henry Cejudo and DC. I'm like, but they grew up folk think about, wrestling. Think yeah. about some yeah. really high-level wrestlers that we've trained with, right? Without even mentioning names. And like, they would throw you and take you down and then lose control right away and you get a good position on or you, you're, it, like, you. Or know I've I mean? noticed the difference here. Like, guys are better wrestlers than me freestyle-wise. Yeah. And then just even like, but like, what I realize, a lot of times the guys who are just purely freestyle, they're much easier to break. Because yeah. they're not used to that. <laughs> I've noticed that a lot. And you've gone on me about yeah. that. Like, hey, make it hard on yourself. Yeah. But I don't think that because where I grew up, everybody wrestled like that. That's yeah. just what it was. Like, yeah. even in MMA practice, the other wrestler was a guy who is used to being, you know, you get you get beat up in, 
in folks out. There's no getting yes. right back up to your feet. Like, but there's a downside to that too, though. And I, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. That's why yeah. I've kind of liked transitioning to the style that you've been teaching yeah. us, right? But like, yeah, I've noticed that a lot when we uh, when we train with other guys. You talk about that. Yeah. But it, what would you say is the detriment to it? To 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 folk style, uh, it's just it's the the um, so if you got ten guys that that start on folk style, um, within like ten years you're probably down to one. Like, <laughs> well, nothing up, beats you up like hard. wrestling. It's no. too hard. Nothing beats you up like wrestling. Yeah, well, not just that, but but folk style is um, like so. I watch these little shows. Uh, what's the name of that show? Um, one of the New York State uh, kids wrestling coach started this show. The Grind. It's called The Grind. So big up to The Grind. Like anybody watching this, watch The Grind. What are you talking about? Right. So yeah. so they it shows when little kids get into folk style down there. And the, the and this roller is New York, coaster. right? Yeah, one of the best state tournaments in yeah. the country. It's one tournament. Yeah. So if you win in New York, think how many kids go to high school yeah. in New York. If oh you win God. in New York, you're, same with California. So the two most populated states have one tournament for wrestling, yeah. which nobody understands. Yeah, it's like they hate wrestling because yeah. like it deters you. Right? Yeah. You could be a state champion in like literally forty states and never win a state championship in California. Like yeah, that. or New York. Because in California, you, yeah. in, or in, Pennsylvania too. Yeah. yeah, in Kansas, you'd get three different divisions uh, that splits up a smaller population to begin with. Yeah. So there's guys who've won four state champions there that probably would never have won a, a single one in California <laughs> yeah. or New York. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just shows you um how how it keeps those kids honest, right? And and the struggle right now for for those tournaments <laughs> and people who watch this show, they have critiques about how uh the parents are too hard on their kids, how they're calling kids like Marsha, like one of the kids on there, his dad calls him Marsha because he's whining, you know, and stuff. But um <laughs> It's just it's the culture, and it keeps these kids honest. Like you're a man, and 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 if you watch the um, my one of my favorite things to do is to is to watch um, Div One head coaches, and it's not just Div One. A lot of the head coaches in the states, if you watch their character, like who they are, like Tom Ryan, you got uh, Gable, you got oh, um, yeah. say my boy's name. Um, Say it, Kale Sanderson. <laughs> Say his name. <laughs> his coach, it. Bobby Douglas. Like you watch these guys, they're like they're like Navy colonels or or Marine yeah. colonels, they're right? Lieutenants. They're like they're purists. It's 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 God and then wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like straight up, and, and 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 every and family, and then everything they do, they do to to um, uplift their their men. And and the worst thing that these guys can do is is to be disrespectful to the the art or to the sport like it's um it's like quitting bad sportsmanship yeah like, like any that stuff bad, is like so i'll give you an example i'll give you an example from my own experience because my coach mike jones again props to mike jones at, at sfu uh he's retired but um when i was in my my red shirt year before i started uh we wrestled uh the clansman which is a tournament that our our, our team tournament and um, I was wrestling this one guy from the States who was just dirty, like just one of those punks that, you know, would, anyway, and he was just messing, like messing around and like pushing me, poking me in the eyes and doing all kinds of stupid shit. And Jones, for the first time I'd ever seen him like getting mad, he's like, bruh, what's going on? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, he's, he sees it. So I get into it too. I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> go ref, you know, and I'm getting into it. And so this guy, so Jones gives me the look, and and the look is basically, can I swear on this? I can swear on this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The look is like, fuck him up, right? I'm like, right, I'm like, fuck him up. So I get, I go ham, and I, my, my hands get heavy, and I start smashing this guy. And uh, at one point, I took him down, and I, at the end of the match, I stepped on him and walked over him. 
Dude, like that's <laughs> that it was a up, real right? beef thing that match. Yeah, man, it happens, it bro. Happens, bro. It's, it's then, inevitable. It's the closest thing to fighting the jet in high school. It's a, here's the joke. Jones comes over to me at the end of the match and says, I understand that that guy was being a dick, but if you ever fucking do that again, <laughs> you're going to be on the next fucking flight to Toronto. Do you understand me? I go, but, but Mike, you, you, I don't care. You don't fucking do that. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know yeah, I mean? he so kept you honest. Kept he, he, they keep you honest, and they keep you like it's it's just such a. I forget the Michigan coach's name right now. The the, the Michigan coach's name they call him a silver fox, I think. Anyway, that dude, I went and I spent a little bit of time with him. Um, just just like you can see it, like I'd follow that guy into battle any day because he's not gonna lead me wrong anywhere. All those top coaches, you feel that way yeah. about the Ohio and, State and coach, I think Kale, all the guys, top guys in the D one. Right now, you feel that way. Like it's they, like a prereq, right? They're literally all like the all Brands American. brothers. Like they're literally yeah. like soldiers. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's an all. When they say all American, it's legit, and that's yeah. what we are. La- so people ask me why is Canada not good in at wrestling? There's a lot of reasons, but to me, the number one thing, we are not. There's no such thing as all Canadian, you know, where like you have those kind of coaches. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of coaches at the top level that. I can only think of two in my whole career at the university level that I would rate and put in that category. Well, there's a reason all the co- places we just named are very, like, huge military hubs. Look yeah. at the states we just named. It's not a coincidence that Maybe. Iowa, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan are... Uh-huh. The Big Ten is, like, the... You can just watch the Big Ten tournament and figure out who's going to win the Nationals, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how many of those guys won... Uh, their term, and then the very next week won national championships, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was a bunch of rematches, and it's literally that Midwest, like, that hub. And I, I know that difference from living in, in Kansas, right? It's a culture, like, yeah. a lot more, like, there's, you know, Fort everything in every one of those states, right? That's what's important, like, what you do with Beat the Streets, yeah. you know, and, um, and, and trying to, like, keep the culture, build the culture here, because there isn't really that much of a wrestling culture here in Canada. No. Well, and that's, that's so good, good point. Um, and the founders of Beat the Streets, the guy, those guys are, like, those guys from back in the like 70s and 80s that wrestled for Canada, I think a lot of them understood that. And uh, so our founder, his name is um, John Park, and he was a coach at York when they had their, their only time that they actually had a, a history, like a successful uh, run. And I think they won a national title. And, and he was a man. Like he, um, so there's, there's this article that we, we put on our website where the number one sport that, that um, Fortune 500 companies recruit students from universities from is wrestling. Oh, I fully believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they, they, it's you can look it up, uh, and and it's on those that foundation that they wanted to. He wanted to start a legacy organization to get some of these kids. Because, for example, a guy like myself, like yeah, I I I landed <laughs> when I came from Jamaica. I landed at at Vaughn and Oakwood. Yeah, <laughs> at that the point, that time, yeah. right? that's, that's that the point, block, it was go- you didn't. There was no Jane and Finch at that time, right? That was that's Von little Hope, Jamaica, yeah. right? And then we moved, you know, west. Move west, and then you go Jane and Finch or or Rexdale kind of thing, and then sure enough, I moved to Keel and Finch, which is you know, I went to school to Jane and Finch, but but um, I didn't have any models that that would teach me that kind of mindset. You know what I mean? And then I got to high school. I went to an all-boys Catholic school because my mom was basically saying that. Yeah, with my cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah with your cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Quincy. Us, those, Shout those out Quincy Romaine. Yeah, exactly. Quincy was like big bro, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But understand, at that school, um, it was a lot of us kids, Caribbean kids, who um, whose parents were like, you're not going to McGuigan. You're not going to these schools. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we were in Etobicoke. Right? My, my aunt was like, nah. <laughs> so he went from Etobicoke. To flipping Jane and Lawrence, yeah, right? Yeah. And I went from Keelan Finch to Jane and Lawrence. You know what I mean? Like, like that's because a lot of us had to go to that 
Um, so what we got there was that that was a start of that mindset of building like uh, almost a military mindset where you're going to be a good student and a good athlete or either, right? And, and so the ones who were good students and good athletes, then we went on to get scholarships. And a lot of guys came, are still coming out of school getting scholarships. And then you go off to a school like Simon Fraser, and again, like, we, we partied, right? But yeah, then, it's but then when, when Mike got a hold of me and, and I was Mike, one of Mike's guys, then it's like, I started finding myself, like, I'm not going out for the next three months because I'm getting ready for this tournament. You know, yeah. I'm not doing yeah. this. And I, but it's, it's unless you have someone leading the charge like that. You can't do it. You can't do There's it. There's no glory. Like, yeah. you bring up why people want to hire somebody like that. Because you have to be willing to work harder than a lot of people and not yeah. get the same glory. Like, yeah. basketball, you know, I, I, and especially at least where I was for sure, like football and basketball was king, right? So yeah. if you wrestled, you have to work very hard. It literally has to be something that you're yeah. you're enjoying it for the process. And you meet, you you meet hard individuals. Like, there's yeah, no right? other, like, people yeah. that are, like, better uh, at coping with life just because they're, like, they're toughened by wrestling. Like, people ask, I went to UFT and they asked me, what you study? I usually say, uh, I got a wrestling education. <laughs> like, I feel like exactly. that's probably some of the best thing I got out, of, yeah. out of university. It'll translate into a yeah. lot of things. Yeah, bro, yeah. I remember in school, yeah, I, I would, there were semesters where I only went to like 40% of my classes because I was competing. Yeah. And it was still expected of me to flip and pass courses. And I remember one psychology prof was like, <laughs> was like, well, if you're missing that much of my class, why don't you just drop out and just go wrestle? And I said, well, I can't do that. I can't wrestle without a scholarship. Like, it doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, And he couldn't wrap his head around the, the fact that you could be an elite athlete and an elite student, or not even, a, just be a student. Well, because right? it makes you question a lot of the other students whose only goal oh, is to be a man, student and they're failing. We He's run like, circles around yeah, those people. Yeah, yeah, they don't realize that, right? Yeah. So a lot of times the professor's like, wait, what? Like, it makes you wonder, like, what are the rest of my students doing? <laughs> like, yeah, if he's able to do both, because it's hard, yeah. and especially in law schools where they, you know, you're not able to play. Even if you play football, same thing, at least where I was from, if you're, you know, I mean, if you're acting up in class and things aren't going well, you don't get to play. So you have to balance yeah. both. Yeah. So you have to be, but at least, but football has glory to it. Yeah. There's a glory to playing high school football in Kansas, yeah. right? There's, it's yeah. different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wrestling, you have to just love to wrestle to want to do it. Yeah. yeah, you have to be eligible to. I had to be eligible to yeah. to be able to wrestle. So. so you know what's crazy about what we were just talking about is um we had been talking about Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. So this kind of where we can glue the uh, the MMA. So he said his favorite two things to watch is traditional Muay Thai and college wrestling. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was like, what? He was, I, I, mean, he's, I don't know if he was just hyping because he had Bo Nickel there, yeah. but he seemed very sincere what he was saying. He yeah. knew what he was talking about with their uh, history at uh, Penn State. He knew. Uh, Anthony Kassar's history with the Gable Stevens. I was like, wow. Like, yeah. I was very surprised by it. So, like, now as somebody who's, like, now training fighters and transition to that kind of thing, like, what's your view on how how much wrestling has been such a huge part of MMA success, specifically folk-style wrestling? Or, yeah. you know, what's your opinion of, like, how they've kind of transitioned so many <laughs> legendary fighters? Um, I, I, think, I think they even, like, they haven't gotten the best yet. I agree. I think the baddest. So the, the problem is, if you're successful at wrestling, MMA is not all that appealing to you. Like, if you're at, the, if you're at Jordan Burroughs, yeah. MMA is not appealing to you. Yeah. If you're and he said, Sanderson, that. he said that. Yeah. yeah, if you're Kale Sanderson, it's not appealing to you. Yeah. But if you are the guy who was third fifth or, or sixth, fourth or yeah. fifth or sixth at the NC2As, then yeah. Like, especially if you're not going on. And again... Guy who didn't if, make it to if, the Olympics because he had a kidney issue start, like Daniel Cormier. But to be fair, two of the greatest fighter wrestlers of all time are Ben Askren in D.C. and Henry yeah, Saludo. But Ben Askren, uh, he translated to being a, a, a good freestyle wrestler, but he wasn't. He never he never yeah. placed at the Worlds or any of that. Yeah, stuff. he just he, I know he was on you know the one saying? Olympic yeah. team. Yeah. D.C. Yeah. got a bronze, right? Am I? 
Uh, he might have. Um, he was didn't good he enough miss, to do didn't better. Didn't he miss the Olympics? He missed but something. He, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't. Yeah, make he had a weight issue. And then Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo is a different animal. Like, there's always going to be the unicorn, right? I, yeah. I feel he would. Pro you can consider him to be a unicorn, where I'm he pro wins. Box but, but but then you look at a guy like Stephen Neal. You guys know who Stephen Neal is? Mm. Stephen Neal was U.S. Olympic champion, and then after one Olympics, he went in and joined NFL. And he was ah. with the Patriots and went won three titles, right? That's different. The, so the financial Kale, gain is much. No, no, I'm, I'm saying the, 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 the elite guys, the guys that who can go from NC2A and win an Olympics, right? Those guys, yeah. folk style, I mean, MMA doesn't look. But how many Americans have done that in the last 20 years? How many, I, and I'm asking you for actual help on yeah. this. We have Kill would Kale. be in there. Yeah. Cejudo. Stephen Neal. Um, that have just w went from, from, and I don't know. I'm talking about no offense to Greco. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying freestyle. I'm talking about freestyle, yeah. right? I'm assuming we're talking about freestyle. Won an Olympic gold, yeah. How many of how many? Oh, yeah. There's so, only three, right? Or my so, so you probably would know if there's another one I'm missing. I'm gonna tell you my thoughts on that. And and remember, winning an Olympic gold is not the actual act of winning to me, to me, my personal opinion. The act of winning the gold is different from being able to win the gold, to being yeah. good enough. You understand? There's been lots of guys that have been good enough. Yeah. in my opinion, but haven't, right? And um, you just got to look at, and, and I think Jordan Burroughs. I'm going to, how did I forget that? Yeah, that you got to look, yeah, look at Burroughs' interview with Joe Rogan to really understand yeah. what I'm saying. At a certain point, Americans were very good in, at the World and Olympics. Like, I'd say probably up until the late 90s, right? And then all of a sudden, um, the Russians could keep up with their, their physical... Um, um, either their athletic abilities or their gas tank. I feel like the Russian team is almost cheating, though, because they're, like, taken from all these different countries. Listen, you know what I mean? No, no, no. It's not, that's not true. So, so, so understand, with Russia, and, and the sports change so much, too. So that's with Russia... America has immigrants from all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, America, not, they're mostly American wrestlers who end up representing us. And like, this year, it's all guys who are from here. So, for instance... What do you mean? Like, so, like for instance, who's the greatest Russian wrestler ever, in your opinion? My opinion, uh, Satyev. Okay, in Russia, is he really considered Russian, or do yeah. they not? Because I've heard that a lot of times they don't consider Chechens no, and Dagestanis. No. Because 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 Russia is so. Remember, Russia used to be USSR. So that's my point, right? Like, yeah. I feel like there's a like you know. But I mean? if you look at population, look, Russia what's and the US population of the of Russia? Uh, 127 million. Yeah, but right. it's their national sport, like. Sure. Well, yeah, 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 but you can't knock us, knock them. No, I'm, I'm not. My, so my point is, they do have a huge pool that they're able to pull from. That it's still not. United States is just using the United States. States. United States still physically, bro, has physically, way more people. No, no, not just not just, but physically, like athletically, physically, have way more gifted. I yeah, but athletes. our best athletes. Are, so, for instance, yes. if if wrestling was our top sport and you were making hundred million wrestling, you don't think the it's United States would that. win? It's not even. So, so, if, so if every yeah. NFL and NBA so, player wanted to be a wrestler. So here's the thing. What would American wrestling look we like? We don't even have to go that far. We don't even, if all the kids that started folk style in the U.S. Stayed. Stayed freestyle, then the U.S. would dominate. But here's the difference. The standard of living in the U.S. across the board is better than the standard yeah, of yeah, living. Yeah, yeah, that's my, yeah. And they have access to more um, medical, like a lot, all of, when you put it all together, the U.S. has an advantage. Of course. But. They get um, killed. They're getting killed by Russia. Now, no, not, but they, not well, they just won a world title. Not anymore. They're not getting killed anymore. How they're many not, years ago they just won a world uh, title? I think it was, was it 2018? 18 or 19, they just won one. 18 or 19, yeah. So, so, so they're not going to do well this year. Remember they're I not going to get, get, they're not getting killed anymore, but 
the U.S. has, as of, uh, I'd say it started maybe like 2015, 2016, they had a crop of, um, I noticed it when they had a crop of cadets go over and just smash everybody. Spencer Lee's cadet yeah, bro, I'm telling just you. smashed everybody at the World <laughs> he's Championship. He's going to be an animal when he joins. It's oh, going to be a rap, bro. He's going to be one of Gable those guys. Stevenson's about so to get that's down. My, that's my point. There's, there's a lot of guys who are capable. There's a lot of guys who are capable that don't go on to win. Yeah. So, so uh, he's a perfect example. Gable Stevenson's another perfect example. So Gable, uh, I mean, he has it in his plans to do MMA, but most of those guys typically don't. Yeah. Right? His trajectory. Well, there's more money now, to be fair to... Like Kale Sanderson, why would you... Too. Now that guys are making $50 million, I think we would have pulled more of those guys back in the day. I think... Not the top guys. Well, so Jordan Bro said he almost came and his wife told him not to and how flow is kind of helping things. Yeah. Um, but, but like I, I said, I look at DC and, and a guy like um, Henry Saludo and I say... How many wrestlers yeah. can say, unless you're the Kale Sanders who goes to a university okay. and ends up... There's not many guys who can say that. Then no. they end up with that type of job. Suhudo and these guys did well for themselves. DC did oh, very well for themselves. I, I think Gable Stevenson is going to take it to another level. Yeah. I think a lot of, especially heavyweights, are going to follow his path. And it's the Brock Lesnar path. They went to the same yeah. university. I think yeah. we're going to see a huge switch. Bo Nickel, sign with But that's what I'm saying. The best guys are coming. The best it's guys about to get weird, yeah. yeah. I because, fully believe so that. Now, but, can, but can you yeah. touch on why why the Russians are usually better? Than oh, I think it's drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I was even gonna go. There. Yeah, I think I think performance. They have some performance enhancements, bro. That are just incredible. But so they you didn't agree have with my boy that like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be political about no, it. No, I'm not. I don't need well, to. not political, but I don't want to take like honest. like one of my favorite wrestlers to watch is Sal Alive, right? Now I don't think that's he's right. on. I don't know if he's on something. I think he's lying about his age. I think he's that's. My one, I'm not being funny about this. Like, I, yeah. But I, I don't want to put that on him when he's never been caught. I, it's I very likely he is, I get it, <laughs> based off how he looks. What was that movie? You seen it, Icarus? <laughs> Trust me, Come I'm on. fully on board. On the but <laughs> right? I'd like to, like, I want to give a guy, or Sitikov, I want to give guys like them their credit. Yeah. Now, if they're on it, then it is what it is, but so, I'd like to give them their you, credit. Do you think right? Russians technically have some advantages too? Oh, what? that's the only advantage they really have, is their technical, um, their school of rest. So in Russia... If you join a wrestling club, there's a very good chance that your coach is a world champion. Yeah. And I'm not talking your, your, your senior coach. I'm talking your, like, kids your coach. kid's coach. Understand? So that's a huge advantage. And then the fact that they're, they're, they're so technically um, sound, like that's, that's, how, that's their advantage. And they have a very good developmental model, right? And if, if we as Canadians were to follow their model instead of following the U.S. model, we'd be a lot more successful because... Their model keeps you healthier for longer as an athlete. As Is there a any sport in Russia though, that's more popular than wrestling? Oh heck yeah! I'd sure. I, I, like soccer, soccer, well, soccer probably is the most. Yeah. it's popular most. Um, but it's definitely higher up on the hierarchy than here in the yeah, states. Yeah, they care more about combat sports for sure. Well, I, I could like, see that because, like, to this point, because like, they're military minded, right? Like, I feel like Canada has no choice but to follow the states because same thing here. We have how many guys in the NBA? We, we Basketball and hockey will always be ahead of wrestling in Canada. But Russia, no Russia honors the master of sport. You know they have that yeah, title. But I'm, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying that we need to make it more popular here. I'm talking about having a developmental I model. I wish it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. But that's kind of. Yeah, like, I know. I wish I had wrestling in high school. I had to literally seek it out here. But, but, but the only developmental model is if to you make did, it popular. How long would your career be? Like, let's be honest. I don't know. I probably would have been wrestling the wrong way because you see a lot of I'm saying. the high school wrestlers yeah. that you have here. Like, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say anything, but they're not they're not the, of the highest level. They're gonna teach you a lot of like bad habits that you know, and then bad bad training habits even. So yeah, but you know, but that's that. So to wrap that up and get back to the point, the advantage that Russia has 
is their technical superiority. Now, athletically, that's where they would lose to the Americans and the Cubans. But for some reason, after 2012, that, that advantage disappeared from what I saw. So how do you see these? So I'm, I'm still going to count the Russian wrestlers as a Russian team. I know yeah. Russia technically can't win it this year. I get that. So I, I'm, I, if the U.S. wins it, I, would, I want it to be based off them actually beating all the guys who are going independent, right? Because that's basically what a lot of these Russian guys are doing. How do you see this playing out this year based on who's there? how do you compete there? independent in the Olympics? Because you got Sadalayev, obviously, who I think is going to beat. I think he's going to beat Snyder. Oh, I think yeah, Jaden had a way better shot. I, yeah, it I breaks agree. my heart that we didn't get him in there. Well, I, it's not done yet with him, first of all. Oh, I hope yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not um, done yet. Yeah. Remember, so they, they overturned Yanni and, and Zane. So you know what? You know what? Yeah. Let me, let's, let's say positive and say, let's say somehow Jaden gets in there. So I call it. So at, at, uh, at 57, uh, Russia will win that. Not the, um, not the uh, Indian guy? That's he's 65. Oh, he's 65. He's 65, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So 57. At 65, I think J.O. has an outside shot, shot outside shot at, uh, at, at top three. Yeah. But I think India will win that. Yeah. Um, and then at 74. Here we go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I want to hear it right now. We got it on camera. Before we my, wrap my this money, up, I my this. money, My money is on Chimizo. Really? Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. hope he wins. I just don't yeah. know. The other I, two seem way more obsessed. Well, he's, well, well, he's a model. I, so I'll I put hope it to he's this focused. But I'll put it to you this way. I, I, bet, like, I bet two so ways. <laughs> I bet two ways. I bet with my heart or my head. My head says Sadekov. And, okay. and I think Sadekov is going to be the best wrestler ever. If he continues on his trajectory, so I'm gonna go out there and I think Dake's gonna win it. I yeah. really, after what yeah, I saw, I, thought I had a feeling he looked, he looked, he looked scary. He that was unreal. Scary, I, yeah. I don't know how they deal with him. My uh, my thing is, is outside outside of his athleticism, I don't see um, he doesn't have like a a solid top level scoring move. He doesn't. I don't see like he'll he'll out wrestle you, and he'll pick you up and smash you, but. To be, uh, like, and I'm going to go on record in saying this, to be an Olympic champ, you have to have something that nobody can stop. I think he can get, like a Jordan I think Burrow's he can double? the whole tournament yeah. with yeah. defense and push-up points. I don't think either one of those two, the way he looked against Bros, I've never seen that before in my life. I, he's the only person to ever shut out Bros. Like, we're talking about Olympic champ, how many time world champ, that's Yeah, but he that spent, he spent five years planning for that. Yeah. And how many times did he lose to Burroughs? Look before. at how much different Burroughs and Camisos matches have gone and Sidikov. Those but, were matches that Burroughs could have won. This match, this was but a shutout. If you look at, look at Dake's match with Chimizo the, the other day. Yeah, when he beat him, yeah, yeah. He beat him. But two of those, I'd say two to three of those points. One step out, he could have, Chimizo could have avoided. And that gut wrench... Chimizo easily could have avoided. Yeah, that. and that's why that's why I think Chimizo will lose because and, like and, but, I don't but, think he's I don't think he's obsessed with this as Kyle Dake is. But uh, well, that's the thing. That's, Cubans, that's I want him to win. Cubans, but. Cubans at World Championships, and when it doesn't matter, they they don't care. But when it comes to Olympics, they show up. I hope so. They show up every time. They show up. They they that's that's the the you know the holy grail for them. So next weight class, who you got? 80, 86. I'm gonna go with it. Yes, Danny. Over Taylor. Yeah. So I'm taking Taylor. I'm gonna take Taylor back. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think um Russia's gonna do well at that one either. Um and then heavyweight we both ninety seven. Uh, not, not heavyweight, ninety seven. Ninety seven, I picked the Russian. 
Yep, Sadalayev. Uh, I picked Sadalayev. You know I'm taking Gable. Yeah. <laughs> and heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. I, so I it's Gable fair to say win, the yeah. United States could win the they Olympics win, this year. Yeah. Outright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I really believe this will be... I, I, yeah. I believe Gable will win. I believe... Yeah. It will come down to Dakin Taylor. If those three win, it's a wrap. Because Russia doesn't even have that many guys in the finals based off your prediction. My Anything thoughts, can happen. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But, but I'll look at... Let's, let's go top three then. So if you go 57, top three, you're probably going to have a Japanese guy in there. You'll have a Russian, and then you might have Gilman, right? Um, at at sixty five, uh, you have the Indian. The Russian's gonna be good. The he's Russian good. is actually very good. Yeah, yeah. I think so Jail gets win top that. three. I think Jail gets top three. Yeah, Jail could get. I think top he's. Three. I, I think he's yeah. talented enough to win it. I think he's the most talented of the three. If he shows up, nobody stops him. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. If we get Jaden in up, there, I'm not yeah. saying he can beat Salah. I wouldn't put money on it. But if anything, yeah. but he can pull it off. It's a, a once in a lifetime athlete. I think that's what makes Gable Stevenson the, special. Yeah, the thing that the thing about uh, Cox that really excites me is that I don't see how Sidalive can score on him. That's why I, I hope he gets uh, in. I um, can see him beating him, but I just don't know how. I can't see him scoring because he's not going to score from a take like a, a shot. Yeah. Nobody scores on Jaden's legs on a shot like that. I've that's seen. That's why I hope yeah. he's the one who gets in. Yeah, I'm open. Yeah. Um, well, Neil, so thank yeah. you so much for coming. This oh, is one of the cool. episodes I was most excited about uh, doing. Obviously, you guys know we're obsessed with wrestling at MMA. Um, as usual, thanks to uh, Top Mud Studios. Uh, all our sponsors, we shout out. Neil, again, great having you. And, beat uh, the streets. Beat, beat the, the streets, streets. everybody. Yes, um, and this is Thick Boy Fight Club. <laughs>